everybody, welcome to No Lesson Plan. Here's another episode, and today with us we have my dear friend, awesome guy, Elias. What's going on? Hi, teacher Leo. I am so happy to be here, and thank you for having me today. Absolutely. You're a wonderful dude, man. You're a wonderful guy. You're a wonderful person. Everybody loves you. Um, <laughs> so, so full of love. Um, okay, let me introduce you real quick. I met Elias at a workshop last year. One of those pandemic workshops, Elias uh, joined many of our workshops, and I soon discovered that he's quite an interesting person. Uh, I'm going to focus only on the language learning and teaching side of English, but he's a wonderful person, wonderful student, and his level of English is really, really high. So that's mainly why he's here. And then we're going to take a little twist uh, in there. Uh, Elias, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you very much for that great introduction. Uh, well, I am a high school student. I am currently, well, I am in my last year of high school. Uh, I have one year to go and I love learning. I mean, I love speaking, being able to speak another language, like just not only my mother tongue. And I also love meeting people. Because I think that that's the, way, the, the best way to get to know other things and get to uh, have new knowledge. Uh, well, I consider myself a passionate for learning. Anything that comes to my hand, I can learn it. Any book, anything that appears, I want to learn it. And well, I, I like that trait about, my, about myself. So how many languages do you speak? Well, I obviously speak Spanish, that's my mother tongue, and I also have uh, my English level, that it's like, uh, as you said, quite high, and I'm starting to learn French. I have one year learning French. H how's that coming along, the French? Well, I, I, I found it really good, you know, because I think that Spanish and, and English are not as similar as Spanish and French. So I have found like a lot of things that are not in English, that are in Spanish and are also in French. And I, and I love speaking French. I think that it's like a very elegant language and I've enjoyed it. Has it been easier to learn French since you already learned another language? Uh, I, I, I think it has been easier, but not because I knew another language. I think that because I knew how to learn like that because like during the pandemic i have been uh like taking online courses and well i think that the internet is like an awesome way to learn things you have like this huge amount of documents of information and you can learn anything you want so for example for the last couple of months i have been studying french on my own with grammar websites uh, with grammar uh, exercises online, maybe speaking to some people that I found in the social media. And that's the best way that I have found to communicate in French. And I've learned a lot of new vocabulary, a lot of new uh, ways to speak. And well, I think that's why it has been easier for me to speak French. So wait a minute, you've been doing it on your own? Yeah, it's because I started a year ago. It was one semester and I had my beginner, debutante in French. Uh, but then I head to the second semester. There was a stoppage in the school that I was in. in it was Fesa Catlan. 
So my teacher was like, well, you, we have this stoppage. We will stop. The stoppage was for three months. So they told us, oh, well, the courses will end. So if you want, you can have your refund or you can uh, quit and then you save your, what you paid for the next semester. So I chose that, but I thought to myself, well, I, I don't want to lose my time. And I want okay. to enter to the next level, to the third level, no? The third semester of myself learning okay. French. So I started learning and I was like, oh, this dance and this vocabulary. And I, and I have in my high school, I have uh, tutoring for every, okay. uh, every subject. So I, I made some appointments with the French tutor and we were talking and she was like, oh my God, you, you are uh, studying a lot of French. And she was really nice to me. And well, that's how I've been studying French. And I hope that I get it to the next level, to the next one of the one that I didn't do. Okay. Now, stop it. You mean a strike, right? A school strike? Like yeah, people are not working? Yeah. Okay. Okay. What's it called? Um. All right, Elias, I'm sorry to do this to you. Can you present yourself in French? Well, yes, I can. Bonjour. Bonsoir. Parce que c'est la nuit. Je m'appelle Elias, j'ai 10 ans, j'adore le français, j'adore l'anglais, l'espagnol, j'adore toutes les langues et je suis très heureuse pour être ici avec vous et merci pour l'invitation. Très bien. <laughs> awesome! Oh my god, you're so fluent in that language French. too. I love speaking French and you know what, I think I have a gift, a kind of gift for languages because I love them and I love learning and I'm speaking to people. Like I, I usually go on bike rides in the afternoon and I'm always like thinking, I'm always thinking to myself, speaking to myself and I'm always like, oh, how do I say that in French? No, now I, that I know these new tense, I can use it. So, and I'm always teaching because my brother, he's also learning French and okay. he's 15 years older than me. He's 31 and we're okay. always talking. Well, like we're on the cool. same level, but we're always talking. Okay. So that's, that's very useful too. Very interesting. You mentioned a couple of things already that are really interesting. Uh, in the beginning of our conversation, you said that learning this third language was easier because you know how to learn. Yeah? Yeah. What do you mean by that? I mean that I don't have to wait for a teacher to tell me what to do. I can okay. look in the internet. I can go in the internet and find uh, A1 French. And I, and I write down all what I need to learn. And I am like, in, on Google Chrome, I'm uh, distance in French. No? And I read the article, I make my notes. Or in YouTube, I take a lot of YouTube videos. I look a lot of YouTube videos. And I'm always practicing, you know? And I'm, I'm doing exercises. Like, now that I know the, the how to learn grammar, I try to mm -hmm. do that with, with myself in order to achieve that language. Interesting. So, so you don't require a teacher to give you direction. You take your own direction. Yeah. Yeah. Once okay. our teacher, yeah, it's because when our teacher, once our teacher told us, uh, like the teacher isn't there for nothing, if, if, for like, for giving you information. I don't know how okay. to say this. Maybe you can cut this in your editing because okay. he told us like, you could have all the information that the teacher will give you in a book. The yeah. teacher is just there to guide you. And that was like a, an epiphany. 
because I thought I could learn anything that I want on my own. And that's also something that that's been very useful. That's that thing was told by my teacher and also by my brother who has been a, a great motivation for me too. Great, 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 great. Now. All right. So someone who's never done it on his or her own Elias, how would you recommend what steps should anybody take um, in order to start learning on their own? For example, all right. So Elias, uh, you say, okay, I've learned this tense. Uh, now I need to learn a little bit. What do you do? What's the first thing that you do? You search for, for example, you said uh, A1 French, but I mean, do you learn the vocabulary first? Do you learn the, what do you do? Well, uh, I think that a beginner course, it's, it's, I, I don't want to say necessary, but maybe yes, necessary because sometimes the, the guidance of the beginner level, it's very important. And then you have the next levels and you have already achieved a bit of vocabulary, a bit of grammar. And you can start achieving an advanced one. But I think that everything is in on the internet. I mean, I found uh, YouTube that was in YouTube. I found like French course A1 complete, no? Complete French course, no? So I started to see the videos. There were some things that I already knew. But something that has been very useful, and I call it translate my life, no? Translate one's life. I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I, it may sound like a cliche, but I always try to think in all my, all my languages, not right now that I already know three of them, but I try to uh, do the things that I do and do everything and always thinking about what am I doing, like the language, and try to translate it, no? I mean, already having a bit of vocabulary, a bit of grammar. But you can always have that with some YouTube, YouTube videos and practices, controls, practices online. Okay. Now, another thing you mentioned towards this is uh, that you practice on your social media or something or on your uh, wh where, which social media or how do you contact people? Well, this is another thing, another subject. Uh, well, it's because, first of all, I... Like, I realized that social media was full of people because I was, like, contacting a lot of people through a group that a friend of mine made of a band. And then I realized that I could contact anyone that I would I, that I wanted uh, with, the, with the characteristics that I wanted. So I found some groups that were called Speaking French or French okay. Learning. And I posted, okay. like, hi, I'm a, I am a beginner. Everything in French, no? With the with help of Google Translator. But yeah, I was like, hello, everyone. I am learning French. I am new. I would like to know new people to, to study with. And then we made WhatsApp groups and then we studied. And, wow. and that was excellent. I mean, I'm in, I'm in several WhatsApp groups and I created myself a WhatsApp group for Spanish speakers. Okay. Because I okay. said like, I would love to have French native French speakers with me in my groups. And I said, well, I'm a Spanish native speaker. I could help people. And I'm currently hosting like a conversation club in Spanish with people from all over the world. I mean, there's people wow. from Indonesia, there's people from Mar Morocco, there's people from uh, the UK, 
and we all we all go there, we all gather, and we all talk and talk and talk and talk and speak, speak, speak. And I love that. And I and I also like to do that in French. I mean, I haven't had the opportunity to do to do it in French as I have done it with Spanish, the Spanish, but it would be good. Uh huh. Really yeah. interesting. So, so you started uh, conversation clubs with people from all over the world. Now, um, which countries? Like, uh, where have... are these people from? Well, I there there are two groups. There is one group where where there is people from Indonesia and the Philippines, and there is and that's on the night for me because for them is in the morning. Uh, okay. And I have another one with people from India, Morocco. The UK. Uh, I think there was another. There was a woman from the US, but she wasn't there. There is also. I have an aunt that is in my groups, and she's from the US. Uh, and there is. Yeah, I, th I think those are the countries. Wow, super cool. That is so interesting, Elias. That is so interesting. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to go back a little bit in your language learning. I'm going to go back. Um, mm -hmm. When did you start learning English? Well, I started le learning English when I was a little kid in my kindergarten. I okay. had uh, English classes for, well, kindergarten and all middle school. Okay. Uh, up to my last year, my ninth grade, and also in high school. But in high school, I've had a, a, a basic level. So it's not okay. very challenging anymore. Okay, okay. And uh, what were some of the challenges? What have been the biggest challenges in, in your English learning first? In my English learning, I think that uh, <clears throat> some big challenges were, were like uh, having to face, because when I was learning English, I got to go to the U.S. twice. Uh -huh. So I think that being in that place was a big challenge for me. I remember being all stunned and nervous and I had to speak in English now and my brothers backed me up and they were all like you can do it oh talk to this person but I was so freaked like uh frozen but okay like now I would feel completely confident to go so okay. yeah I think that those would be my challenges okay and right now with French right now with French I think that uh well, it's because not having like a professor has been has been tough, but I think uh -huh. that one of the biggest challenges has been like to uh, regulate myself and say like this date, this day I will do my exam, my collocation exam, because okay. I need to pass to the next level. I won't stay in the last level, and I must study all of these things, this tense, this vocabulary, and regulate myself and like make myself on schedule and follow it okay all right so that's the, that's the biggest challenge right now self-regulation yeah yeah i think so good 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 now switching the topic a little bit um who has been the most memorable teacher you've ever had in your english language learning well i've had a few you know I, I have good teachers and bad teachers that i didn't know that they were bad english teachers until okay I <laughs> okay i remember a uh, uh, fourth grade teacher fourth and fifth grade teacher she was teacher flower yeah. 
because it was flor in Spanish, but we, okay. we called her teacher flower. And I'll always remember her grammar classes when we saw verbs because she always acted the verbs out. So she was like, when okay. I remember, I will always remember this verb, the verb burst. So she would make like she had a balloon and she was like, and we, we all like were laughing and we were screaming and she was laughing with us. So I think those were my, my moments when I was like most enjoying to learn. And I also had a teacher recently, okay. I mean, just the last, I think a couple of months back, that was super great. He he taught me a, a C1 course, speaking course. Okay. And he was always like laughing with us and he was always helping us. And he gave us really good advice. He was like, always smile and be kind to yourselves. And I, I love, I loved the teacher. Nice. That's great advice. Be kind to yourself. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Now, what makes a good teacher in your opinion? Oh my, I think that a good teacher is the one that gets to know their, his or her students. I mean, uh, you can have an excellent teacher and, and there are excellent teachers that don't know their students, no? They don't even yeah. want to know their names. But I think that the memorable teachers, and I've seen it and I've felt it with my teachers, are the ones that um, care for you and the ones that are there for you, even if it's not about uh, English or it's about math or whatever subject they're teaching. Okay. Now, on the opposite side, tell us about what a bad teacher. What makes a bad teacher? I think that a bad teacher is the one that uh, feels greater than his students, his or her students. I mean, I had a teacher that was like, uh, oh, well, I know a lot of English, you don't. And he was so, for example, myself that I like knew English, he was like, oh, well, you are a good student. And it was, it was basic English and he graded me with nine out of 10 because like, I think that he didn't like me. And well, yes, I think those are the bad teachers. Okay. Um, yeah, pretty bad. The ones that judge you, you know, feel superior. Ah, I couldn't, I don't think neither you nor I could ever feel like that. Right. Yeah. It's very okay. awful. It's weird. It's so strange. How would you do that to your students? You know, how would you, why would you even say that yeah. in any case, in any and case? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. Teacher, being an English teacher that we study like motivation and how to, keep your students motivated and everything that it's so important. And then they yeah. doing this. Absolutely. It's like the anti uh, teacher. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now moving on a little bit, what do you think about, um, you know how at the end of like school semesters, the end of the year, you have like the Christmas carols and like events and things like that planned. What do you think about those types of events? Um, around learning language? Well, I think that's uh, very good. I haven't thought about that, but I think that's very good to like have practice on the language and practice once, uh, like practice with our, our classmates and our teachers to practice speaking the language in an environment that isn't uh, mandatorily academic. 
Okay, okay. Just to have fun for the fun of it. Yeah, yeah. And still be learning. Absolutely. The practice of it, you know, you got to do a little bit of research for whatever it is and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, and in yeah, that I same sense, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. You can go. Yeah. In that same sense, um, you've mentioned a lot about the way you learn. Okay. Your autonomy, your self-regulation, um, how you go after vocabulary, grammar, you watch YouTube videos, things like that. What about the culture of the language you're studying? What would you say about that? I mean, like, for example, with French, let's take French right now. Um, have you seen any cultural notes on French? Um, I, I think I haven't, but I, I, I consider it very important because uh, you still are learning and you are learning, well, I mean, learning the language and you're learning other useful things. And yeah, I would find it as a, as a good thing. Yeah, I would do it. I, I think it's good also for immersing in the language because, well, if you uh, look into culture, everything would be in that language. So yeah, I, I haven't done it, but I think it's very good. Okay, good, good. What about for English? Did any of your teachers ever get into the cultural uh, aspects of the language? Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the classic Thanksgiving dinner and uh, having all the, the plays about the pilgrims coming to America. So yeah, I, I've, I've learned about culture and myself, I've been trying to learn about English literature because okay. uh, I like reading like fiction and those stuff. So during the quarantine, I have been trying to immerse in that and watch videos about that and obviously read books. So I also like that, like the languages literature. Okay. What are you reading right now? Well, uh, I am currently not reading English literature. I am reading... Uh, okay. And yes, I am reading. I am reading Virginia Woolf, but I okay. read uh, The Great Gatsby, you know, the classics, like The Catcher in the Rye, uh, Frankenstein, all of those. And, and I, I had a pretty good time. Okay. I love Frankenstein. It's one of my favorite books. Yeah, it's very good. I found a lot of things that I didn't know about Frankenstein. Like what? Like that Frankenstein wasn't even the name of the creature. That was the name of the the doctor that made Frankenstein. And and how the, the story starts in a boat. And I was like, my God, this is not Frankenstein. What am I reading? But yeah, I, I like it. <laughs> It's a beautiful story. I love that story. And the books that you've mentioned, they're really good too. Um, so besides everything else that you do, you also take reading seriously, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I try to. I try to, yeah. Uh, what about Netflix? Are you or any series that you're watching right now? Yeah, yeah. I am re-watching like for the third time Modern Family. I love it. Uh, I've okay. reached the point where I can uh, understand it without English subtitles and in English. So that's a great advantage for me and uh, also for learning. Uh, yeah, and I also like like the, how can I say this? Like the suspense. I don't know if that's a, a word. Suspense yeah, movies yeah. and suspense. series. Like uh -huh. uh, La Casa de Papel, The House of Paper. I don't think okay. it's called The House of Paper, but that one. Uh, like one that it's French. I have no that idea. 
you don't have idea. Well, it's a great movie. It's about a a robbery to a a fabric, a factory, okay. and yeah, I those kind uh-huh. of 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 series and movies. Okay, now uh, I'm gonna take a little parentheses right here. Now to the listeners, I don't know if you've noticed, but Elias, I mean, his English is very good. Okay, it's very good, and I, I'm sure you realize why now. He he's immersed in the language. He watches series. He's doing reading. He's involved in social networks. He has uh, chat clubs. So he tackles. Um, the learning of the language through many different means, through different ways that I've just mentioned. You know, the Netflix series that he's watched for three times right now. Uh, you said this is the third time, right, Elias? <laughs> and yeah, he says, and it has 11 seasons. So. 11 seasons for the third time. And right now that it's the third time, you don't even need the subtitles anymore. No, I, I don't. I don't. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, one of the questions that I have in the script is any t final tips, whatever for new learners, but I mean, you've been mentioning them. So, um, uh, you've been highlighting everything that you do all throughout this conversation, which is great. What final, I'm still going to ask it. What, anything else you'd like to add to, uh, uh, to motivate others or to, to someone who's just learning or uh, would you like to say something to, to teachers listening to this? Well, uh, the first thing that I tell my students to do when they arrive to my, my class, my virtual class, is to write down all their goals, all the things that they want to achieve with the language. And I tell them like, whenever you feel down, because sometimes languages are tough, you will hear something and you will find that you don't understand anything. But you must, well, you, you must, like, not must, but, like, you can be motivated, no? And you can give yourself that motivation with the goals that you made. And I am also here to motivate you. But I think that uh, an advice for learners would be translate your life. Like, do all the things that you can with that language in your life. I mean, every day you have to have a bit of the language, yeah? And if you want a bit or a huge bit, uh, but yeah, like translate your life in all the possible ways that you can. Like you were saying those internal dialogues that you have. Yeah, yeah. I'm also, when I'm in my bike, I'm I'm like, oh, how do I say this in French? I say like, I say it like this in English. I say it like this in Spanish. Now, how do I say it in French? Do I use this adjective? Do I use this uh, reflexive and i'm like that great 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 this is all wonderful advice it's all wonderful wonderful advice not only for learners but also for i mean m mainly for teachers you know this is what works you know and uh, uh the more you listen to the people i've interviewed in this podcast to the students to the students not the teacher so much but the students tell you exactly what they've done and teachers can adopt these things in their classes okay now i'm gonna switch the script right now And we're going to get into this other side that you've been exploring, Elias, which is teaching. Um, I didn't know you were doing it until I asked you to be part of this interview, to be part of this show. And you're like, hey, we can also talk about this teaching that I'm... What? Elias, you're doing teaching? How did you get involved in that? Tell us all about it. Well, in my, my school offers a program that's called uh, Estudios Técnicos Especializados, Technical Degrees. 
and there was one in ESL, no, teaching English as a second language, and I decided to enroll. I remember that uh, when I first entered to high school, I could enter uh, just like if I were in my second or in my third year. So I decided to enter this year and it was a great experience. And that's what I'm doing now during my holiday, uh, my holidays. And I, I, I love it. I love it. I love doing it. Why? Why do you love it? What about it do you love? I mean, you're teaching people now. I mean, are you in a classroom, in a virtual classroom? What's going on? Yes, I, I am. I have a few groups, a few groups of one or two people. I mean, because uh, I don't know, there's something. I mean, when I'm planning, I'm like, oh, my goodness, I, I need to do these. And I have to relearn this, no? because I saw this uh, a thousand years ago. But then when I'm teaching the class and I see myself my, and I see my students laugh at my jokes or understanding a new concept, transforming affirmative sentences to negative and interrogative. I am like super, super happy. And I end up my classes very happy. I go with my family and, I, and I'm like, oh, I, today I did this and I did that. We had a great time. I love doing it. What do your, what do your folks say about this? My family? Yeah, yeah. It, well, they are, they, I think they like that what I'm doing. They always say that they are proud of me, and I, I love them for that. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, you're like, for teachers, you're like the one of the best students. You're like the student that every teacher wants to have. <laughs> you're always so happy. You're always so motivated. You always help everybody, which is great. I mean, even I, I remember, Elias, one, a couple of those days we were together in, in those workshops. I wasn't feeling well. You know, I was emotionally down, but... You know, you, you made a yeah. big change. You made a big change in the class and the whole ambiance. You know, you're one of those people that just brings a lot of light, a lot of love into everything you do. And I could totally see you being a great, a great professor, a great uh, um, in whatever you do, Aww. really, in whatever you do. So uh, I'm, I'm so happy to hear that you're teaching languages and that you're enjoying it. So now, wait, which languages are you teaching? I well, I am teaching English, obviously, because uh -huh. that's the one that I know theoretically the most. Uh -huh. But I'm also in the conversation clubs uh, in Spanish, uh -huh. and and those are. I I mean I I, I wouldn't teach French yet, and but maybe which, someday. Which one do you uh, prefer to teach, Spanish or English, or does it matter? Uh, I don't know. It's because in my conversations clubs. I haven't uh -huh. had like the the task or the aim uh -huh. to teach Spanish. I mean, we you, we just talk, but uh, I found that I know a bit about Spanish, a bit. I mean, quite a bit about Spanish because of what I'm learning because of what I'm learning with French because they are very similar. Mm -hmm. So I have found that, and I like the club because I don't because I have. Uh, well, last year I gave a, I, I talked with a Brazilian friend uh, uh -huh. who was learning Spanish and we had like little conversations uh -huh. uh, and I have like my slides prepared for like talking about Mexican culture. So uh -huh. I don't have to prepare anything. I mean, I just go with my slides and I have all the activities there. So it's very smooth when I teach in my conversation club and we're all talking. I mean, okay. I, it's, it's. I wouldn't say it's teaching uh, like uh, like that because we are all talking and laughing and 
talking about ourselves or other people. But I like it because I don't have to prepare. And I like it because uh -huh. it goes very smoothly and we can finish whenever we want. And I don't have to be like, uh, well, I have to see these or I have to see that. Yeah. You mentioned slides. You mentioned uh, culture, culture, Mexican cultural aspects. What were they? What, what did you talk about? Well, uh, first classes are gastronomy. You know, they love it. Uh, then we had to... <laughs> monuments and they learn vocabulary of that they learned last week they learned the word cupola and they were using it okay. a lot they were that cupola and that cupola uh, and then we headed to the the other week that was music we heard la llorona so they were all oh, like, oh super cool yeah and they were like i want to play that song in the guitar i want to sing it and they <clears throat> they knew songs in spanish so we put them So like that, like okay. uh, cultural aspects of of Mexico and of of Spanish. Uh, what has been your favorite favorite activity to do in your classes right now? <clears throat> I think, oh my god, that's tough. Uh, uh, for example, what could it be? Um, for example, I love teaching uh, with songs. For example, do you know the song Friday I'm okay. in Love by The Cure? Do you know it? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So yes. I that's the song I used to teach the days of the week. That's yep, yep. with the listening for specific information. And they are like, oh my God, did he say Monday or did he say Wednesday? They always confuse Tuesday with Thursday. But yes. I like seeing their faces trying and, and uh, making an effort to listen. And that's how, that's some activities that I, I love. I use a lot of music in my classes. Music is fun in the class. Yeah. It's fun, fun, fun. Doing karaoke. Have you tried it? Oh, I haven't. I, I will. I will. That's yes, a great idea. You gotta, yeah, you got to try karaoke too. I mean, if you like uh, music, <laughs> do everything you can. Everything imaginable with music, Elias. Yeah. It's fun. Now, Elias, next question. What has been the biggest challenge? in your in this new teaching career for you well i think uh that one of the biggest challenges that i've had uh so far has been uh, teaching a nine-year-old girl girl through the computer it has been really really tough i mean okay. I, i i love i love doing it uh in when in my in my course in my esl course we we kind of learned how to teach young learners, but the theory is one thing and then the practice is another. It's very tired, but I like it because I, I think that the girl likes it. She She's comfortable okay. with me. Like we are like buddies, but okay. yeah, it's very, very, very exhausting, but I like it. Like I have my, my character that it's uh, a stuffed animal of a turtle that I have, and he's Mr. Cool. Turtle. But the girl can't say turtle yet, so he calls her chattel. Chattel? And she's like, oh, that's turtle. Because she, she, she didn't understand me, and I'm always like, that's turtle. But no, now it's, now it's chattel. But okay. the secret is that the turtle chattel only speaks in English. So she okay. has to, like, tell me the thing, and I have to tell her how to say it, and then she has to tell it to chattel. So okay. that's been a great thing. That's been a great thing. But also, that is so also fun. Chattel. 
Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Now, here's another one, Elias. You mentioned something really key right now, which is teaching this young learner through the computer, right? Yeah. You're like a, a native digital teacher. Yeah, I am. All my, Be- my, my studies were in the computer and all my career has been in the computer. So you're like this native um how can I say it? Uh, I, you're not a native student, because a digital native student. Why? Because you started in the classroom on site and, you know, just, but teaching, teaching, the teaching side has, you're a digital native teacher. Like you started your teaching career yeah. in the computer. Have you thought about that? Yeah, I've thought, but I think it's excellent because I can reach a lot of people. I mean, I'm, I'm teaching with people from the other side of the globe. Yep. Uh, so that's excellent. And uh, also having the, the slides, the PowerPoint or Canva or anything slides, it's very useful because you have like the guide, like the visual guide to teach you just press the next button. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. it's been very, very, very good. I like it. Yeah, it seems like you're having a lot of fun, huh? Yeah, I am. I am. Good, good. Now, where do you see this going, Elias? Oh, I don't know. I'm about to enter to my to my to school to regular school, and I was like, oh my god, I'm going to cancel all my students because I won't have time. But then I then no, well, I was thinking about it, but I I knew that I couldn't do it because I I liked it very much. So okay. well, I think that whenever they they won't they. Whenever they are tired or don't want more classes, they'll leave it. But I okay. don't see myself leaving them yet. Now, wait a minute. How old are you again? I'm 16, almost 17. Oh, my goodness. And you're 16 years old and you're already teaching. You're just <laughs> go have fun, man. Go hang out with your friends. Oh, I want to, but I can't. Oh, I live so far from the school and all my friends live near there. And because okay. of the okay. pandemic. It's been tough. Course, course, course. Now, do you think you're going to pursue a career in teaching or what do you want to study in university? Uh, I, I, I do want to become a professor, but I, I, I don't see myself uh, in an ESL major. I, okay. I want to major in physics, but I, okay. want, to, I want to be a, a physics professor. Oh, wow. Wow, wow. Why physics? Oh, well, there's something in physics and math and science that I love. What is it? It just makes my heart go running. Uh, Well, it's because, I don't know, it's like uh, understanding the world. It's like, um, you know, I I told you that I'm passionate for knowledge. And I think physics and philosophy are both disciplines that are like the modern disciplines, no? So I, I was also considering majoring in philosophy, but now I'm in physics. So okay. yeah, I think that's why. And I want to know everything that I can. Absolutely. Elias, you're all over the place, man. And you're you're incredibly intelligent. You're a great language learner. I'm sure you're a great teacher. I can just see it right oh, through your thanks. eyes. Are there any final thoughts and anything else you'd like to mention to the audience? Oh, well, don't give up. Don't give up. Languages sometimes can be tough, but you just need to change the switch to your brain, translate your life, 
and have fun with the language. Enjoy it because it's, I don't think that it has to be a pain. It's incredibly, incredibly good to speak another language and awesome for your brain. Most definitely. Absolutely for your brain. It is great. Well, Elias, thank you. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for another wonderful episode, for everything you've shared. Um, you've told us many different tips already for language learners. You've revealed a little bit about yourself as a teacher and everything helps everybody. Okay. So thank you so much for being on No Lesson Plan. Well, thank you very much to you. I look forward to hear this episode soon. And thank you very much again for having me and thinking about me. No problem. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been No Lesson Plan. If you want to get in touch with Elias or if you want to ask him a question, please, you can drop a message. The um, message link will be in the description of the show. Thank you so much. This has been No Lesson Plan.